0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Worthing. This message is by Jonathan Dyke. We've had everything this morning. Jingle bells, jingle bells, mince pies. I'm going to get used to seeing how you sit because it's a bit different this morning. If you're here for the first time, you're really welcome. Uh, It's not usually like this. Sometimes it's louder. And sometimes there's less mince pies. But anyway, happy Christmas to everybody. You're looking fantastic. Uh, give yourselves a pat on the back. It's, it's another year. Well done. For the young people, you just didn't admit. The old people are thinking he's weird, but that's fine. <laughs> We're going to aim to finish at about 11 o'clock this evening. Is that right? <coughs> Come on. Come on <laughs> Who said you? Blake's got a date. He's hungry. Um, we've been uh, tracking through the last few Sundays um, some kind of particular messages around Advent about the coming of Christ, and how many of you can remember what the first one was? First Sunday of December. Can you Remember what the first one was? Have we looked at nobody. Excellent. Uh, begins with what? Wednesday. Wednesday. Almost. I do like your top. That's really nice. It's a nice one. Uh, the first is a, is a word that we don't always like to do. Wait. Just say wait. It's not how much we are heavyweight, it's waiting for something. And we were looking at how, how we wait. How, how do we normally wait? How do you normally wait? Isabel, that was Isabel, for those on the message. How many couldn't agree that Isabel always waits impatient? No, let's not do that. How many of us tend to wait a little bit impatiently? Just check your fingernails and find out if this is you or not. And we were finding out how God wants us to wait with anticipation. It's a little bit like, when, how many of you, if you were waiting for a bus, how many of you would, when you're waiting for a bus, go and stand next to a phone kiosk? <laughs> What's one of those? Sorry, Sharon, you can remember those, surely. Um, how, many of you, how many of you, were waiting a dentist appointment, how many of you would wait in the pub? That's a wrong question, maybe for someone. <laughs> Terry would, okay. <laughs> but when we're waiting, we want to be waiting near where the answer's coming from. So when we're waiting for a bus, we stand next to a bus stop and hopefully in, in, in Worthing, in your, in your part of town, a bus will turn up. The 700. We went on the 700, didn't we? It's great. And if you know the 700 bus? It goes everywhere. Even where you don't want it to go, it goes everywhere. It's amazing. But if we're waiting and we know what it is that we're waiting for, we position ourselves to wait in the right place. We're waiting for a bus and we're looking down the road not waiting for anything else. We're looking for our bus. Does that make sense to you? So we're waiting with anticipation. We know it's coming. Then the next Sunday, what was the Sunday after that? Is another W word. Who said watch? You didn't put your hand up, Philip. These girls did. Watch what they're doing. <laughs> I thought you had eyes in the back of your head. You're a bank manager and everything. Watch how? How do we watch? How do we watch? With our eyes. Not our mince pies, but with our eyes. We watch with expectation. So we're waiting with anticipation. We know something's coming. We're here until it comes. But then we were looking at how do we watch with a sense of what is it that we're looking for? How many of you are looking for Father Christmas? North Pole? You are brilliant. I love you being here. (laughs) You're kind of cute too. (laughs) How many of us are looking for Father Christmas? Come on, Blake. I know you are. Put your hand up. (laughs) What? You can't go with a hat on like that. You should just be joining in. How many of us are watching over our, maybe our homes, our workplaces, our families, because there's some families here. How many of them are watching over them with an expectation that God's going to do something fantastic in 2019? How many of us are waiting in these last few days of this year, not for something hopefully to happen, but we know that if it doesn't happen this year, it's going to happen next year? Yeah. Do you understand that? Yeah. So we're waiting at the bus stop that says this is the year of favour. Maybe we haven't seen it yet, but we know it's coming. Yes. Anybody in the back row over here can you hear me? Aidan's nodding, but he's on holiday. Amen. <laughs> And then last week, we had this other message, which was called what? Two words in this one. You're already on it. That's today's. You're brilliant. Shall we swap places? <laughs> last week, so we can remember what last week's was called. Jen. Make room. Make room. Everybody do this. But why not you hit the person next to you, particularly if it's your mum or your dad? <laughs> so, so now let's put these together. We're waiting, but not like this. We're waiting like that, then we're watching like that, and now we're making room. So don't do that. Let's all do that, because it's really funny standing here. So let's do it all together. Sorry, did he hit you? you Oh! (laughs) (coughs) Were you like like that at school? So we've got wait, we're waiting... Then we're watching and then make room. Do the make room one again because it, it's, it's really cool. Everybody make some room. <laughs> it's great. Sorry you can't join in. I'm sorry about that. It's all right. <laughs> Today it's about living ready. You're all over it. How do we live ready? Because there's a couple of bits in the Bible. They won't come up on the screen because I forgot to tell Steve. But some of you might know them already. How do we... Get ready for seeing Christ come again. Because the Bible says he's going to and we'll all see him again. And whether you know God or whether you don't know God, you will see God. You will see Christ. And, you know, we sang that great kind of song there that's got this little refrain in it that says, Come, that really long one, it got loads of notes in it. Ah. How many of you have to take loads of breaths to do that? How many of you don't, you just pass out before the end? I mean, it's, it's really long, isn't it? It's like... I always see that as it's an offer. And it's an offer that the bloke that wrote the song, whose name I can't remember, who wrote that carol? Just make up my name, I believe you. Who wrote that carol? Anybody, Anybody know? Montgomery. Montgomery James. Okay, this guy James Montgomery wrote that song, Come and Worship. But how many of you know that he might have written the tune but he didn't come up with the words? Because actually a couple of thousand years ago, God said, come and worship. Those words, come and worship, didn't come out of a man's heart. They came out of God's heart. And I just want to encourage you to listen, to watch, and to wait, to hear the sound of God saying to you, come and worship me today. Live as though your life depends on it. Live as though it's kind of the last day and also the beginning of the next day, because God wants you and I to live ready. He wants us to live at the end of this year and certainly into next year with a sense of anticipation. Is that we were born ready. Yeah. How many of you are breathing in the room today? Oh, yeah. Do you know how to check your pulse? Can you find your pulse? Have a gut finding a pulse with someone. It's fun. Do you know how to find a pulse? Find a finger. You're really good at this. You're not a doctor, are you? Just there. <laughs> Can you feel it? It's funny, isn't it? Can you try and find your pulse? Don't use your thumb, because your thumb's got one in the end of it. Use your fingers. If you can't find a pulse, just say to the person next to you, will you please pray for me? (laughs) Because I think my pulse has stopped. Have you found it? Do, Do you know that you were designed to live out of a heartbeat? You were designed to live out of anticipation? You were designed to live out of the next step. I don't know how many heartbeats we have in our life. Let's say we all live for 75 years. Colin and work this out before we've had a mince pie. I don't know how many heartbeats we have, but it's thousands, millions, billions of them. But God designed us to live ready for the next one. Can I just suggest to you that God, for you, is only one heartbeat away. He's only one heartbeat away from you. We've had some great testimony of... People like came in the workplace, you know, there's been a crisis, there's been stuff and things have been said and things have been done, but God was only a heartbeat away. That We were praying for people last week that, you know, things in their home would get restored and things in their health would get restored, but how many of you know God is only a heartbeat away? That Even maybe for some of you when you're physical, you're kind of dealing with stuff, and it's like, oh, I've had this so long, so long, so long, so long. Can I just suggest that if you look and if you wait and if you're anticipating God to do something, you're ready. I believe God is ready all the time. How many of you know that's true? I think God, if I can put it this way, was also made ready. He's ready today to answer the cry of your heart. He's ready today to step in to your heartbeat, to the rhythm of your life. And he's ready to come and say, I want to hear you. I want to show you. I want to tell you some stuff. I want to reveal some stuff to you. So there's some things that we, you know, you've heard a little bit about them from Pastor Clive on the video The beginning of January, how do we want to get ready? We want to get ready by catching the heartbeat of God for next year. What is that? I don't know. I know it'll be good. I know that it'll be amazing. I know it'll be a greater year than we've ever seen. Because that is the heart of God. God always has the best ahead of us. But then he says, no, if you want to live in that, follow me into it. I know that God always has the strongest ahead of us. And he says, if you want to live stronger, just follow me into the stronger. God has health and healing and miraculous provision ahead of us. It's just a heartbeat away. And all he says is just, no, in this moment, just believe me. In this moment, just believe me for your breakthrough. In this moment, just believe me for your freedom. In this moment, just believe me because I came so that not only can you come to me, but you can know me. There's a cry that's still out. I think it's still out over Worthing and Shoreham and Storrington and Lansing and all these places that we come from. There's a sound in the air which says, just come and worship me. Come and worship me. Now, Come is about, I need to leave where I am. And in a heartbeat, I can be where you are. But the attitude is, I'm not coming to judge. I'm not coming to be judged. I'm not coming to condemn. I'm not coming to be condemned. I don't know why stuff is happening in the world today, but I do know God is faithful. I don't know why there's things happening here, here, here and here. All I know is is that God loves people and he's desperate for them to know that love themselves. So we can come to God right now. Are we going to do that? And we can worship, which means what? It means that we give God what he's worth. We can give God what he's worth. So here's some thoughts to kind of feed you over the holiday, because we can be doing all kinds of things over these next few days. I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be a granddad. I'm going to be a dad. I'm going to be a husband. Uh, to be honest, I'm not going to be in charge of Worthing for the next few days. I'm just going to switch off. But actually, you can't. But you can, if that makes sense. So I'm enjoying being here today. If you, if you come on Tuesday, you're on your own. Because we're not here on Tuesday. But you might want to spend some time Christmas Day before you start opening the presents is maybe come into his presence. Maybe before you start getting caught up in what the day can sometimes do is just respond to the invitation from God. Come and worship me. Maybe just spend a bit of time reflecting on what Jesus has already done for us and what he wants to do for us now what he wants to do for us tomorrow so we'll stand up shall we and as we kind of prepare for the end of this year and I don't know how you do that maybe some of you are really excited maybe some of you are glad to get rid of it maybe for some of you it's like well next year can't be any worse than this year you're true it won't be it'll be better because God only has good for you so let's just close our eyes a minute it all goes dark but that's fine when we were praying a bit earlier, which is basically a few of us meet together at nine and just kind of chat to God and we're saying, God, what are you saying? What do you want to do? God said a couple of things. I'm just going to read them out. One of the things that he said was, we might have come into the room and we might think, you know, we're not really shining very brightly for God today. Well, God wants to breathe on whatever you bring. He wants to breathe on whatever you have brought this morning to make it brighter. God is not a God that snuffs out the smouldering. That's right. He cannot. It's not in his nature. It, you might think, if you know God already, you might think, well, you know what, I'm just not very bright for God today. Don't reflect on what you have not got. Reflect on who you have got. He will never snuff out the smouldering. He will breathe on it. He will cause it to, to glow and grow. So let's just take a moment just to look at Jesus. You might feel as if, well, you know, I'm just staggering around in the dark. Well, let me tell you something. Sometimes life can feel like that. But when we let Christ in, we're not really in the dark. Just we've got our eyes shut. When we open our eyes, we see that it might seem like it's a dark place, but actually there's a door that says, exit, follow me out. And Jesus came to be the light of men, the Bible says. It might be that you just feel as if, I think Winston Churchill said this back in, the, back in his day, he said, if it feels like you're walking through hell, keep walking. And it might for you feel like nothing's working. Put your trust in Jesus today. Come to him this morning. Because he makes all things work together. He makes all things, just say all things. He makes all things work together for the good for those who are loved and called according to his purpose. He loves you by his nature, and he's called you by his purpose. So, Father, I pray for every adult, every child, every young person here that you have a great plan and a great purpose for them. I thank you that wherever we see ourselves at, You are the light of the world. And if we trust in you now, and if we position ourselves now, we will see a great light has come into our life. And that light is our lamp, and it's the life of men. I thank you for a breakthrough in these days of your light, your presence in our homes, in our family time, in our parenting time, in our child time, young adult time, whatever it is, we want to respond and say, yeah, we want to come and worship you, Jesus. We want to make you the, the reason for this season. We want to see your light and your life come into our homes, our households, our families. Your word says that you crown the year with beauty. And as we're on the cusp of this year, help us to look for the beauty, help us to look for the good, so that when we launch into 2019, well, we know it's going to be the best year we've ever had, the greatest freedoms, the greatest miracles, the most prolific healings and release that we've ever experienced, not just for us, but through us you have called us as a people to be a light on a hill. So I thank you for these next weeks as we meet together, pray fast, meet with you in the encounters, meet with you in our homes, is that we will constantly say, come, come Lord Jesus, and we give you permission to come into our lives in a fresh way right now, for your glory and for your name's sake. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.